All right, what is going on, WLR? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, Hami Media, and anywhere else this is going to go up on. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy, the kid, you know the deal. And I'm hanging out here with the rest of the WLR crew. My dude, the Andrew Bello. What's what's your new thing that you're doing there? What is that? What do you call yourself? I got Odinson over here today. That's it. Son of Odin. Indeed, I am the god of thunder here. And and forevermore on all airwaves everywhere. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm I'm doing all right, man. It's Are good it's good to be back with the boys. I am. I'm a little pissed off that I got this fucking duck infringing on my fucking third of the stream yard right now. We can get, get the rid shit of the out duck. of here. Can you get rid of the duck? Fuck yeah, that I duck. So. I, I think I can. Duck was not invited to the Bellominium. I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna try to get. I can't even. Here it is, shitting all over the place. I'm so sorry, brother. Let me see. What's this? What's that? Should be move that, that shit to your third. Can That's I do I'm that? Saying, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I probably no. can, but I don't know how. Yeah, like, I got listen. some little thing. It looks like the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. We'll give you the America Unplugged logo. How about that? That's the uh, best I can do here. Right all right. I decided uh, I'm going to start saying gay again, just like shit's gay. Why? Think, because not, things that, are pretty gay these days. Well, you're going to get us canceled, and it's our first show back. That's fine. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, do your thing, sir. There is a third here. There is a third and shit. The do other day, I was, sit, I was sitting around thinking about it, and I was like, fuck, I totally forgot how to do this. But um, I'm going to yeah, give this me a too. Whirl you, and you, just you, see if anything kicks in. You, you, you better do something about that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. he comes to us from the island of Rhode huh. by way of the Denver airport, coming in at 666 <laughs> pounds, standing at 6 feet 6.6 inches tall. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of colossal kajungas, and the honker of huge <laughs> there we go that's triple h uh he's sexy no not triple h he's stranglery strangler Steve. Yeah! <laughs> oh man all right boom been better been dude better. i hope you're home alone tonight <laughs> <laughs> Hope the kid's not there tonight to hear that one. Fuck them. Fuck the neighbors. They're, they're all fucking anyway. They're like this again. I thought we were done with the shit last June. For real. I think it's been like that long since we did like the regular show. It's just nuts to think that uh, it's been that long. But uh, it's good to see you guys. You guys look great. What's up, sir? How you doing? The Strangler Steve King, ladies and gentlemen. I'm fine. I won't Pete. be from the island of Road much longer. Right, I got 13. Right. Actually, no, 12 days left. And I'm on the road to the Copper State, heading out to Phoenix, man. From the Alan, desert, from the zone of Arrow. AZ. Yeah, from the zone of Arrow. That's doper. That's better. That, that, that's Arrow. better than what I had, what I had come up with. What is going on, Strangler? Welcome back to your show. Welcome Thanks. back to Hami Media. Whatever we're doing, wherever this is going. Yeah, man. It's it's fun to be back. I had a had a good day today. Spent a lot of the day down in Newport, Rhode Island. Man, is it gorgeous down there? I had to go bring some stuff to my wife's office because we're getting ready like i said to, to head out to phoenix and uh it was nice after we had, i dropped off whatever i had to drop off i went and took a ride down the uh, coastline in newport and man there's some old money out there man some of these mansions right on the water they're like 20 30 million dollar mansions like uh overlooking the ocean and just gorgeous i had the windows down just breathing in all that fresh ocean air and it was just invigorating it was just such such a beautiful drive i could have spent the whole day driving down there but uh got some good breakfast while i was down there at this place called Um, annie's had some eggs and bacon had some pancakes had some coffee yeah it was great it's a great way to start the day eggs and bacon and pancakes so i start the day with that i end the day with you guys is like this is like fucking christmas fantastic brother And, and and speaking of old and speaking of money it just it just brings to mind Vince McMahon because he's very old and he's got a ton of money and he's still looking for ladies to have sex with, random ladies to have sex with, apparently, right? From the last time I checked on this, um, it, it was one uh, 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 paralegal, the, the highest paid paralegal in the history of paralegals, okay? Apparently, she was providing extra services in order to make up for that money. 
you know, and uh, and she was passed around to John Laurinaitis. People uh, power, ladies and gentlemen, right? Uh, and um, and, and yeah, so so <laughs> so that so that was the thing, right? But um, now I'm hearing there's more, right? There's there's more. Cases. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> hit me with a hit me with a. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. There you go, Vince. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. But listen, so so he paid this woman, this one woman, $3 million so she could shut up, right? And then, um, um, then oh, yeah, he gave, <laughs> he gave her an extra $100,000. He gave her an extra $100,000 on top of the $100,000 that she was already making for being a paralegal, Right. So he gave her an extra, and, and that seems to be the problem because that came out of company funds, right? I think the three million came out of his pocket. Um, regardless, and and now there's other women and uh, other non-disclosure agreements that were signed. This uh, the, he opened up a, a, a can of worms here, and I think he knew this, right? He stepped down. He's not the CEO. He's not the chairman. I mean, he's still pulling the strings in the back. But will he ever assume that role again? I don't know. Especially with the severity, if if these uh, other um, accusations, if these other situations are s- severe, as severe or more so than what we're you know currently is being confirmed, I don't know if we'll ever see him back, Striz. I, I mean, I don't know. Tell me about it. What's yeah, happening? dude, I don't know. I mean, he has been notorious for being the guy that gets by just by the skin of his teeth on things like this, with like the federal government and whatever the case is, whether it's a steroid trial or God knows what else. There there was that sex abuse thing in the uh, late 80s with the ring boys and stuff like that. Pat Patterson ended up doing a year in jail over and a couple other guys, uh, Terry um, he's driving a a blank in my mind. uh, Terry Garvin and uh, uh, Freddie Sparta, two guys that, you know, uh, were pretty big names in the business. They all went to jail for a little bit over that stuff, but Vince never did. So, you know, it's either it's like one of the things I was talking to my wife about this over the weekend. Like, when does it finally catch up or does it ever, you know, is there ever like a comeuppance where they say, okay, you know, we've let you slide on all these things over the last 40 years, but you're going down for this. It's like when, um, um, what's that dude who is the big Chicago mobster? They didn't get him. For uh, yeah, did not get Capone for all the you know murderous bullshit? They get him on tax evasion, yeah. Then he dies of syphilis in jail. So like, you never get like he doesn't get off in a line of like uh, you know, like Valentine's Day massacre type style. It's some weird offshoot. They you know the the end result is the same is that the dude ends up dead, but not the way that like gave anybody like that kind of closure. So with Vince, is it like well he just gets to step down and he's a white collar crime guy, so. He goes to Club Med, you know what I mean, or Club Fed. They they, get, they just you know have him, you know. It's like in Goodfellas or whatever. The, what, choose your mafia movie where they're like still cooking with garlic and this and that, and have red wine coming in through the back door. And they, they you know, the, the the good old boys network is still strong. And you know, they, I can picture him. <laughs> that would be a good reality TV show. Him and Johnny Ace having to share like a studio apartment. For five years, having like uh, being like uh, under house arrest. <laughs> What's up, Bells? Yeah. I don't know, man. Are they going to be able to get him his steak wraps in jail? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> That'll um, be the caveat. Yes, but no ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. That would that might be torture for him <laughs> in, in particular. But nevertheless, so yeah, I mean, you've got every all the dominoes have fallen, right? Like in a very short period of time here. Um, I, I was, we were talking a little bit in our group chat about what is it? The, the what is it? The Nikon conspiracy. Like the fact mm. that this guy just showed up, came on the scene and like relatively quickly, Shane's gone. Triple H is gone. Stephanie looked like she was stepping aside. Vince is now gone. And, and Stephanie's kind of filling in for the time being. She'll likely step aside when they come up with a non McMahon replacement for, for this role, which will probably, it's probably going to happen, which is going to be really, really weird. <laughs> because yeah, it's never, I think so. You think so? I mean, I think you have to, right? Like, you can't. As much as Stephanie wants to be empowered, woman, yada yada yada. Like, we can't pretend she didn't know the shit was going on. Like, no one can pretend that they didn't know the shit was going on. Even not her. to mention that she she can't uh, work her way out of a wet paper bag. Not that not not to mention right. that she has no idea what the hell's going on as far as that job is concerned. 
completely well, they proved that she knew it was going on because of all the emails and the timestamps oh, on yeah. all the emails. It was long before she took leave of absence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I mean uh, about the situation. Yes, I'm talking about being a CEO of a company. She could barely right. handle the bullshit job they gave her. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Bells. Finish up with your thoughts, man. No, I was pretty much it. I mean, it's just it's just going to be super weird to be living in a in a post McMahon WWE world. Um, I would love to see Vince like show up on AEW. Like Tony Khan just pulls the trigger. It's like fuck it, we'll take him. Well, like, come on, <laughs> come on over here. Uh, just be, the whole everything is just upside down. And 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 given the state of the world, why shouldn't wrestling just be batshit crazy too? But but doesn't he own eighty percent of the shares or something? Like what what does that mean? I don't know what that means, right? So, so if I mean, it would seem to me that he's the majority owner, regardless, right? Like, I mean, can can they pull his card and 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 put him to the side? I think they can. Wow. Uh, didn't they do that to a majority owner in the in the in, in the NBA where they forced him to sell for over like a billion dollars? Yeah, they did. I so, I mean, his name the Clippers. Right? That guy was worth way more than Vince McMahon. No, Ballmer was the one who bought the team, right? Yeah, I forget who. who it was the, the Clippers. It was the old dude, man. Uh, he yeah, was yeah, a racist he was like and he was saying a ton old. of stuff, right? Yeah. His girlfriend caught him on tape saying all that shit, and then right. next thing you knew, they forced him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So, yeah, it, it might. We might not, you know, I mean, some people are still incredulous. They're like, yeah, he'll be back. You know, it's only a matter of time. And that, that might be true, but it's I don't know. It's hard to know. count him out, right? It's right. just it like is. in our minds. Yeah. We, and even this could be a work. It's all a work. It's one well, big I don't think four. He, I don't think he does himself any favors when he comes to the ring to go, hey, it's fucking Monday Night Raw, then now forever. It's like, I think it, it's that's him kind of wagging his ass in front of the camera saying, go ahead, take a bite, see if you can you know, take me down because you can't, you know what I mean? But, you know, it, he, as you saw him try to, like, leave the ring, he could barely get in and out of the ring. So maybe, like, he, he's not the same guy as he was when he was 40 and the world was coming at him and he was hungry as shit, you know? He's not the young lion anymore. He's, like, you know, the guy that's been around for so long, he's a billionaire. He's not hungry anymore. So, you know, he might think somewhere in his mind that he has what it takes to fucking – Get get by with this, but you you know he has no idea. Like in this world, like you see, like the I related to the older politicians who are in their seventies now who won't go the fuck away and don't understand how modern technology works and how everything is recorded. And there's like all, all the shit that you don't even realize is like marking down like oh, every TV station that's recording every word you have to say, every movement you have to make. And so when they come on TV and say all this shit, it's like no, you said that opposite. And they no, I didn't. And they play. 19 clips of them saying exactly what they say they didn't. And I think this is like the same with Vince, like where back in the 80s, he probably could have gotten away with giving somebody a hundred grand and nobody catching it because of you know the, the, the house, whatever town they're in, get you have all this cash coming in. You could say it, it wasn't a, a publicly there. traded company, Strizzy. Right. No, yeah, it was a private company and you were doing cash deals all the time. You could have easily paid somebody a hundred grand and nobody would have even known it was missing. Right, right, but right, now it's, right. a it's a different world. Everything is recorded. It's all digital. Yeah, can't get away with a damn thing anymore. No, even even having having sex with a paralegal, you can't get away with that. Before <laughs> you used to be able to do that, no problem. Now, you know uh, he has to pay three you million have sex dollars with the attorneys. That way, you're covered by attorney-client pr privilege. <laughs> there you go. You can't have sex with what do you guys think that Linda thinks about all this? She probably just rolls her eyes and goes, again? Yeah, Linda doesn't give a shit. Man. Everybody's speculating. They're like, oh, Linda and him are split up. They're not split up. She just, she just, she just doesn't want to have sex with him. It's Hillary and him, Bill. Right? It's just a marriage of convenience. He comes over and he's like, hey, let, she's like, no, 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 go over there. I don't want to have nothing to do with this. Go have sex with somebody else. Leave me alone. Yeah. That, that, that's what I think is going down there. you know. And who cares? She's... She's a millionaire all by herself now. She had a position in Trump's cabinet over this. She's done very well. I don't think she gives a damn, you know, personally. I, I don't think she. Yeah, I don't think they care. It's just the public, you know, someone's going to ask her for her opinion on it. And you have to have that. Well, you know, he's no angel. You know how they've always said that. My father has never been an angel. Like, okay, we get it. Your dad's a piece of shit. You know, okay. you. It doesn't make you a piece of shit necessarily, but you at least know that, you know. Your dad's garbage and makes shit decisions and doesn't care about embarrassing his family or his lineage, or, uh, his legacy or his lineage or anything like that. Like his grandkids, like his grandson just graduated high school. Like, don't you think he knows about this? Because all his friends are on the Internet anyway. Hey, I heard your grandfather 
you know, fuck some lady and paid her three million bucks. You know what I mean? Like that's that's out there, you know, like, you're right. like God, my grandfather is a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you really want to be that grandfather? Like 70 chasing tail nah, because, you know, it's like it's just so bad, you know, <laughs> Bells wants to be that yes, grandfather. I, I want to be the 70 year old grandpa yeah. chasing tail. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the fact that Vince is such a terrible person really, in a way, kind of adds to the legacy of the queen of queens and the breaker of chains and the smasher of ceilings, mother of dragons and the liberator of the women of Saudi Arabia. Because, I mean, to think that like having that kind of father and to become what she became, (laughs) it's amazing, guys. It's 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 incredible. That makes perfect sense. Astounding. It's incredible that she's come as far as she's come and she's done what she's done and she's broken the chains and she's broken the ceilings. Like you said, she tamed dragons, the liberator of the women of Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia and all these other places. She's done all of this stuff in spite of her death, which is incredible. To me. She's so, yes, such a good person. Women, woman of the year. She should get, uh, you know, that award and she should get a CEO of the year. Even mother of the just, year. Yeah. Right, birthing, mother of the year. birthing person of the year. Right, yes. all of that. Menstruator of the year. Every, everything. Yeah. That's dope. She she she'd take that too. Um this is what does this say? All right, so Vince is still in control. Right? As far as creative goes apparently. Yeah. You know, so so Cody Rhodes is still going to win the Royal Rumble. Don't worry about that guys. When we get to the, we'll, we'll do a Royal Rumble um, prediction. Are show. we talking about wrestling? Are we talking? We got to talk about wrestling, guy. We 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 have. I to knew talk we about were. It. I knew you were going to try to take this Vince conversation into the dark well, I mean, place we, of like we're going to actually know. talk about wrestling. Wrestling. We, I got it. I have to. to my usual protest <laughs> has been stated. Here we go. This is it. We, this is we it. have to talk a little bit about some wrestling. <sighs> we, we do. We just we have to get this. The, you know, the state of the union. We're free of it. We have to no we are free we have we don't have to watch raw you know we we uh, i don't think any of us i mean we have some of us have watched raw but i don't i don't think collectively it's been a ton of hours between the three of us that we've sat and watched raw you know especially since we don't have to it's kind of more enjoyable now because we don't have to do it um but it is uh, it is i agree with you but it doesn't make it any better to watch but it is like it doesn't feel like a fucking burden Right. It's not a chore. And then you can turn it off and keep yeah. going. Right. But I do want to talk about about uh, the state of professional wrestling as a whole at some point uh, throughout this broadcast. I want to talk about AEW and, and, and I want to talk about Forbidden Door and I want to talk about the WWE, you know, so I do want to do that. What, what's up, Stray? Is you OK? You yeah, I was, I was just holding in a yawn. Sorry. Oh, it's a yawn. OK. Nah. <laughs> I thought I thought you were doing something. I thought you were going to say something. No, no. But uh, but I, but I almost no, threw but... up when you said forbidden door. But other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> is I want to get the I want to get those thoughts. I want I want to know what you what you're thinking about yes. forbidden door. But yeah. but no. But I mean, I think uh, I think it's inevitable to talk about the state of of the WWE. If Vince McMahon is not going to be the chairman, like it, it, eventually, if let's say if somebody who's not Stephanie McMahon, who's not a McMahon, takes over that role, maybe maybe the conduit takes over the role. Does he kick? <laughs> that would that would drive the conspiracy theorists absolutely crazy. That'd be hysterical. Does he kick Vince McMahon out? Does he say you're not in charge of of? Uh, no, I don't like this creative. I'm doing something else. Is that is that a possibility? Go ahead, Bills. I just think it, it. Yeah, like I mean, eventually, well, even now, I think we're with with Vince not being involved in the day to day, and we'll see. I mean, right? Like he's stepping aside to CEO, blah blah blah. Does that mean he's not ripping up scripts every week still? Because like that's gonna be, I feel like a real shock for the people in the writers' room who have been people who have probably been pushing shit for a long time, trying to do this, trying to do that. Oh, maybe some of it's garbage. A lot of it's probably garbage. Let's be honest. But now they're going to actually maybe get to see it play out on television instead of Vince like ripping it up at the last minute before it gets on air. So how do you, how do you do that? Like now, now that instead of trying to, you know, just do what Vince tells them to do, they're going to actually have to bob and weave with, with these storylines that they're creating every week. And it's going to be kind of really weird to see uh, how, how different it will be. And I feel like it will be noticeably different pretty quickly. I agree but, with you. What's up, Stris? What do you think? I don't know because yeah. I haven't been watching for the record. Yeah. 
I, I think I find it weird that the most important thing to Vince when they're removing him as CEO is that he still wants to fucking have his shit storylines up there. <laughs> it shows you in a way that he does still have all the power because he's like, well, I'll move from this, but I'm not, you know, I still want to do this. And they're like, okay, well, you can still do that. Because I feel like if he really was removed from a power p- position of being a CEO, he'd be like, no, you're not doing that either. F you. You're, you know, we'll, we'll get to you when we get to you. And then have the writing team just fully take over, have Michael Hayes be the, the the lead guy because he's been there for so so long or even have bruce pritchard do it if he i mean that's not it's like it's gonna be great but at least take vince's name completely off of it for now just to kind of make people at least give him the idea that he's you know being helpful in this um investigation and such you know what i mean so it's, it's just so it's so it's so uh apparent to me that he's still the guy in charge even though they say he stepped aside. I'm sure he's telling Stephanie every single thing to do and every oh, move yeah. to make. Yeah. So it's only removal in like a headline in a, in a news article. He's still doing everything. And, and, and for the record, anybody out there that thinks Triple H is coming back, he's not coming back. He's not going to take over NXT. It's he not going to change. He did, he did take over NXT. Again? Yeah, he went back to NXT to help uh, manage that. Really? Yeah, that happened this week, I believe. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's not, that's there, not happening. If Vince isn't there, who's going to do it? It's not going to manage itself, you know what I mean? Like, Damn, so, if I was Triple H, I'd, I'd stay as go fuck far, <laughs> I'd stay as far away from this as possible. I know. He, he has $140 million in his bank account. Yeah. He's married to Stephanie McMahon, who has her own fortune. He doesn't need for any now. of They're this. They're married for now. Well, yeah, and then when they when they get divorced, he'll take half of her money. Yeah, you know, like yeah. He, there's nothing you know that 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 I that would bring me back at that point. I'd be in a beach in the Bahamas. I know. Chilling. What does he have to gain other than they probably came to him and said, "Hey, we need you to go back to what you were doing, and this is going to probably take up six months to a year, maybe a year and a half. And after that, if you want to retire, go off into the sunset." But if we can just hang on for a little while longer, you know, I guess if that's if that's what they're telling you, if I was Triple H and I had all this time in the business and it's giving me this much of a fortune and it's like, well, how do you walk away? Like, I guess you got to kind of do it as like, um, you know, you're still a McMahon at that point. You know, you're, you were blessed into the family, whatever, and you, you were given the chance to even build an XT from the ground up in your own image for the time that he was able to do it his way. So how do you... You know, I don't know if he can say fuck you, you know, at least not yet. But like he had the, you know, heart attack or what have you. So at least he has that kind of in his back pocket where if in six months he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. At least he has that to be like, listen, I, I need to, you know, think more about, you know, what time I have left. So I, but I, I think he'll like uh, like being back in the NXT bubble because like those fans really revere him and. The, the boys down there and the girls down there really looked to him as like a father figure and everything because he really helped out a lot of young talent in the last seven years or so with, with NXT. So I think that um, I think he's going to like being back down there, but he's going to have to work with Bruce Pritchard on it because I don't think they're bringing back his old guard. At least I haven't heard that yet. So, you know, it'll be a different NXT, but at least maybe he can put his stamp back on it because I know when it changed to NXT 2.0, it really did change. It was such a... I mean, you didn't like the colors. No, I didn't like... The, I didn't necessarily like the black and gold thing for NXT. I thought they had it did last a little too long. I did need something different. But why did it have to be the exact 180 opposite of, like, uh-huh. you know, you know, uh, unicorn throw up everywhere? You know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't have to be that. Who approved that, right? Like, in what world? Like, if, if we were sitting there at, at, the, at, the, at the boardroom table, and and Andrew Bello comes up with this uh, with this design. And Andrew, I'm I'm saying Andrew Bello because he's the only one that would come up with such a shitty ass I know, what a p- asshole. So, so he I. shows up with this it's way design. too complicated. He's, he's like, here we have NXT <laughs> NXT 2.0. Look, it's it's all it's all colorful and it's great. We we'd have fired him on the spot. Like, what are you doing? Why are you wasting my time? This is ridiculous. Get the hell out of here. But uh, in in the WWE, it, it it makes it on air and it re re-freaking imagines the entire product and 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 while triple h and this is news to me is back you know and, and he's going to be doing what he's doing i don't think it changes much of what nxt is now i don't know i could be wrong 
What if he ends up making an NXT 3.0 and then goes back <laughs> to being dark again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, I wouldn't mind, Love right? Because Gargano new... resigns. I'm still, yeah, I'm down. still waiting for the, for the day that Triple H becomes the NXT champion. I feel like it's just like it's got to happen That's somehow. True, right? Even give honorary. It, give, give it a whirl. But yeah, whoever whoever approved this color scheme, I mean, you know, it, it reminds me of recently I was at like a Dick's Sporting Goods. And for some reason, I guess Crocs are still a thing. Hmm. And uh, for the record, if you're out there and you're listening, look down. If you're wearing a pair of Crocs, you're an asshole. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm looking at this wall, and not only are there Crocs, but they're in like all these fucking colors and Mandalorian and fucking tie dye, and you know, like no, no, folks. Yeah. And that's what the NXT color scheme kind of reminds me of. So it's yeah, none of this is good at all. Uh, I'm very happy I got out when I did. It's, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that when the Andrew Bello stopped watching NXT, it completely went to shit. I don't think Just it's a coincidence that. either. I, I, I noticed, I noticed that. I noticed yeah. that. I did. I, I noticed it too. Um, I, I don't think it happened for the reasons that Bello thinks it happened. No, still, it definitely. It used to make my drive home on Thursdays from work did. so much better <laughs> hearing the, uh, the NXT report from Bello. That, that was the best. But it's it's insufferable oh, to watch. I, I I mean sometimes it's on in the background. My son likes to watch some things. Bye. Sometimes it's on in the background or whatever, and 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 that's fine. But I mean, uh, I, I I like the Steiner kid. I like him. He's doing all right. Yeah, especially for how green he is. He's picked up on. He's a natural because of you know his yeah, bloodline his and pedigree. Such, but, uh, right. I'll tell you, Mandy Rose is actually doing a great job down there too as the ladies champ and. Uh, the two girls, you know, Toxic Attraction, that they're their little brand that they're with. They they do all right. They're getting some heat. It's just that um, I don't know. Some of the the filler on the card is is just that. It's filler. Like people, you really can't see in the next two or three years becoming that that name to break out. So that's that's I think the biggest issue down there right now is that uh, they just need they need to develop some more talent that you can actually see being future draws. And right now, I just don't see that many of them. Do they take a pay cut to go down to NXT like Mandy Rose went down there? What's his name? No, I think uh, she's still got a regular contract. Uha Nation. I forget his name now. Apollo Yeah, Cruz. Apollo. Yeah, he's back down there without an accent and no explanation <laughs> as to why he was doing that. <laughs> you know, the, the, does, the, do they get uh, some money chopped off from no. their contract because no. they're going back to NXT? I always thought of that. He wasn't but making since, a ton of money either because they weren't touring, so he was probably making his downside anyway. Right, 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 right. But since we we are we've we've kind of we've kind of you know started dripping into the professional wrestling world already. I think I think I think it's only fair that we give him a five second warning, Bellows. You should tell him. <sighs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, even though this is way too late at this point in the broadcast, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw and all Not the other wrestling related shows, uh, including AEW and possibly yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling, if Billy Ray allows it to continue. Yeah. In five, yeah. four, yeah. three, two, two, one, boom, boom. Well, you can't say we didn't warn you. We're going to talk a little bit about professional wrestling. We are not going to talk about Monday Night Raw because we didn't watch. I didn't watch. I mean, maybe Striz watched, but I didn't watch. I and I know, but <laughs> Bells, you haven't watched for how long? Nah, it's been a minute. Basically, I watch wrestling through GIFs on Twitter now. That's pretty mm -hmm. much it. Like when there's like something that actually pops up that's worth the shit, I'll watch the video maybe. Uh, like like Okada showed up in AEW the other day, oh, and uh, I'm, I'm a bit of an Okada mark. It took me a while to get there, but I got there, and then I stopped watching wrestling. So yeah. uh, it was nice to see him pop up in a somewhat relevant setting here in North America. Because right, he's the dude. Um, if we're going to talk a little bit about AEW, I can't stand that this dude Orange Cassidy is wrestling Will Offspray. I don't understand that shit. Is, I just don't get it. I don't know why it will all spray regardless of what you think of the style is, is 10 times above anything that orange Cassidy is doing. That gimmick is a mid card gimmick is at best. And this guy's supposed to be a main event guy from, from new Japan. He's former IWGP champ and you're putting him against, I, I don't understand that shit. 
I know you guys don't care uh, to, to a certain degree. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth. If you do care, make, make sure you tell me. But um, this this was something I just couldn't get over. I was like, what's the fascination with Orange Cassidy? It's funny sometimes, sometimes. And then it gets tired. It got tired really quickly. And I'm like, well, so why is this guy? Why do they continue to, to have? Well, it's Tony Khan. Why does Tony Khan have a fascination with this guy? He's what's in love with the kid. He, yeah, he's, he's fucking loves the guy. I don't see it. It's, it's a gimmick that you only have to see once. And in my opinion, it's a house show gimmick. It's not for TV because once you do it, You've already exposed it, and it's it is the same thing every single time. And not only do they waste Will Osprey's TV time by having him in a six man against uh, Rapongi Vice and um, uh, Cassidy, and I fucking hate myself for even fucking remembering that. <laughs> is the fact that they even if they put um, fucking Cassidy over one of the other Australian kids that was with Osprey. So the Osprey's here debuting, and he's fucking, he's a big fucking deal. His tag buddies are supposed to be a big deal. This is their first time on getting some real TV exposure, and they did a fucking job on TV. Yeah. Wrong booking, bro. That's just I, not what you fucking do. Nah, so I, agree. I, I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm, I'm glad we agree on that, man, because I, I, I did not get it for the life of me, bro. It's like, what are they doing? Here? Yeah, I don't get it. And yeah. you know, the funny thing is, Osprey is actually bigger than I realized well he bulked up a ton yeah because yeah. he, was, he was skinny but he bulked up a ton so he's, yeah he's a big dude looks good though looks yeah he's good. a good looking kid too you know and so i think they you know they could do something with a guy like that yeah but, um, yeah but they can't waste time yeah. you know every every time you have somebody out there it's an opportunity to make money off the guy and to build him up to be a a star a, a drawing star but not the way they're doing it. it's like no. it's like tony khan in my opinion, I've, I've been watching AEW now for probably the last six months. He is not concerned with drawing money with wrestling because he's already fucking rich. Yeah. He already has enough money to pay out his contracts. He already has a TV deal. This is just Mark booking. This is him being a Mark booking fucking wrestling the way he wants to see his guys win. It's like a fucking expensive puppet show at this point. He, if he had to build stars, you wouldn't have had Osprey coming in and doing a job right away. You'd build something like that. And he wasn't the one that laid down in the match. But still, it's you know, how 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 much quicker can you take the rose off the bloom? Uh, the yeah. bloom off the rose, excuse me. By it. having something like that. If you if your partner loses, you lose too. You know, it's it's that's not hard to figure out. And if you want a guy to be special, you have to have him win. That's that's just the way it is. Right. And right. it's not like the loss came a year in. It was his first time on. In a, in a fucking match, you know, like, come on, let's get this guy over. Let's get his guys over. Let's get him some credibility. If they're coming from Japan, you know, Japan, but they're Australians, they're from Japan, but they're blah, 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 blah. They're building up this never, you know, the, the, the fucking forbidden door thing. They're obviously not threats to anything. If fucking Orange Cassidy is pinning them. Yeah. So what was the point of fucking flying these motherfuckers all around the fucking world, paying them all this money to come in? Promoting this pay per view that's going to be a, you know, multi uh, promotional pay per view. If you're just going to have those guys fucking job for free on TV, right? It makes no, no it's, sense. It's a, it's a, it's a mess. I, I, I don't like that at all. And and pay per view is lackluster, to be honest with you. And and you know, I, one thing I do want to say is that pe- people talk about this pay per view and they're like, well, Tony Khan is never going to reach anybody from the mainstream with this. You know, Tony Khan is not going to get the casual fan for this. This isn't made for the casual fan. No, this it's is made this for Tony made, Khan. Exactly. It's it's and it's made for people that are already familiar with New Japan and uh, an ROH and the Indies of the United States and uh, and and sometimes in Mexico. You know, the that fan. This is what this is made for. They're not trying to get anything new here. You know, they, they, they know exactly. Then they know this isn't going to come on. I mean, they, they sold out the place. You know, they're going to make some money on pay-per-view, but they know this isn't going to change the world. Not to that payroll. Yeah. Yeah, because they have, it's such a, Dude, that's another thing like, I want to ask you about. The did, payroll did, is millions every right. week. It's such a, it's, they signed everybody in, in the world. And so it's so easy to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Go ahead. What's up? I know. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just saying like. Oh, you're good. You're good. You, you could sell out the house. But there, there are six dollar tickets in, in 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 part of that. So they're not making even if they sell out the house and they make a five hundred thousand dollar house, eight hundred thousand dollar house 
that doesn't even cover their payroll for one week as far as their just the talent goes not even staff not even like you when you're like bringing in the lighting crew which is you know you're renting that but like your own staff your 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 fucking director your all the people who work behind the scenes your you know your agents and such that's just just the boys alone is over a million bucks a week so it's no matter how you package wow. it it's a fucking loss wow 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 Wow. What's up? What's up, Bells? What's going on? Nothing. No, I'm just kind of listening and it's 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 sort of staggering. It almost feels like I didn't miss anything like other than like, I guess maybe if I didn't if you didn't watch since maybe, you know, after the pandemic started, really, other than the fact that like CM Punk came back and there's like a second wrestling company now, (laughs) like not not a whole lot has changed. It's just like a lot of the same bullshit. Even the names I'm hearing, Orange Cassidy and um like Rapungi Vice is is a thing again now. Like I remember them from back in the day. They used to right. always be in like all those like three and four team tag matches. Well, don't worry, with the Young Bucks and the Red Dragons and the blah blah yeah. blah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird. It just all sounds like um like PWG booking circa twenty fifteen. Right. And all yeah. of that is now just main mainstream shit with like, you know, some Roman Reigns, some Brock Lesnar and Okada sprinkled in. You know, it, it's it's um, and you know me, I, I, I was a proponent for for AEW and I'm still like, you know, I, you got to watch this thing. You got to give it a chance because it provides competition to the WWE. You know, it, it's it's good for the fans. It's good for the wrestlers. It's good for everybody's getting paid. Right. Everybody's enjoying themselves, whatever, whatever. But watching it week after week and 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 then i it's confusing the television show is confusing everyone every after every segment five wrestlers run down to the oh ring oh my god i know <laughs> go ahead every go ahead. fucking match right. with a run in right. oh my aftermath it's like fucking can you just have a match end can you just right. have a match end and that's it <laughs> I, no. I, I, that's one of the things that drives me nuts. And going back to what I was saying about payroll, I just looked on my calculator. Just between um, Sting and CM Punk, it's well over a hundred thousand dollars a week. Damn. So when you have Sting, Punk, uh, fucking um, Daniel Moxley, right, and Daniel, yeah, Danielson and Jericho, that are all making multiple millions of dollars. That's that. Just between the five of them. You're at like um, a quarter of a million bucks a week. Yeah. For yeah. five guys. No, and they got and they signed and, everybody else. In and the they mind. have 100 guys under contract. Right. Rusev is there. Freaking uh, uh, Red Dragon is there. Yeah. Kenny Omega. They got to be giving him some money. Right. The Young Bucks. Right. Uh, the Lucha Bros. Uh, I mean, and I love the Lucha Bros. all these guys it's the same guys it's the same guys that have just kind of been floating around forever like even jf is probably what's up you were mentioned in forbidden door or whatever the fuck like there's what is the main event it's uh tanahashi and moxley now they got a four-way now yeah there's a four-way right that's that's the one i'm thinking at least there's switchblade right switchblade Switchblade, hangman right and in Okada, like, come right. on, man, this is just like a fucking Reddit marks wet dream match from right. fucking five to ten years ago. I think Okada's gonna win. I think that's why they took the belt off of him in Japan and gave it to Jay White, just so he can drop it on this. So Jay White can drop it on. There's not a fucking team. American in this country that doesn't watch wrestling that will start watching wrestling because Okada is the AEW champion. No, no, no. Probably this not. is for this is for the IWGP strap. Oh, okay, my bad. So for for okay. the for the AEW gotcha. strap, which was super confusing to me anyway, because what they did was they had a battle royal. Yeah, the winner right. of the battle royal faced off against John Moxley, and then the winner of that somehow got into the title match with Tanahashi. Right. I I, I don't understand it, but that's and it's, and it's only and it's for the interim championship, not even the actual championship, but the interim right. because Punk's fucking hurt. Right. So right. by the way, not only is he hurt and making. You know, fifty-five thousand dollars a week. He's also not working for you, and not on your TV. So that's and nice neither check is, is Brian Danielson, and he's supposed to be out that's for right. more time than expected. And yeah, and Sting is sixty him. years old, and he can't fucking perform. <laughs> you want to keep going with these? Like, yeah. and Jericho is completely played out, and is a one of seven in his own group. 
And they signed uh, Mark Henry and they signed yep, Paul White. Show. Like, yep. why? Why? Like, Stephen hey, Regal is there now. I'm glad people are getting paid. I- I'm glad Stephen Regal has a job. I'm glad Arn Anderson has a job. I'm just saying, ultimately, what's going on here? Why are they, you know, like, why? You're just yeah. bringing them in. Like, and they just add them as a part of, fa- uh, of factions now that, like, uh, Regal is a part of the faction with Mox and mm-hmm. and Danielson, the Blackberry yeah. Social Club or something. I don't know what they call <laughs> it. Yeah, um, know. You know, so he's a part of that. And then like, yeah. every, everybody's factioned up. That's another thing. But but the, 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 the other one that I want to touch on before we get up out of here is, is the ladder matches. There's a ladder match every freaking week on AEW television. <laughs> every freaking week. Oh, yeah. we're going to tonight in the main event. We got Moxley against the freaking, I don't know, Will or Yuta in a ladder match. And I'm like, what a ladder title match? Every yeah. week. Or is you it know, for like somebody's like, you know, amputated leg or something like that? Like, we got Cody <laughs> Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara in a ladder match. We got, what is it? The the <sighs> the, the Young Bucks versus uh, the Hardys yeah, in that was a, a ladder, ladder match. match. Did I say yeah. ladder match? Like, I mean. What was the other one that they? I mean, I forgot what. Uh, uh, what's his name? This kid that that, that hangs out with Sting. What's what's his Darby name? Darby Allen. Darby uh-huh. Allen. I, I forgot who was who against Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, yes. In a ladder in match. In a ladder and, match. And Jeff got hurt, and he's yeah, making fifty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking it's, week. It's insanity. It's, yeah, a, it's like the weirdos, I mean, it's the weirdos of Reddit are just booking this shit. That's all yeah. Tony Khan really is, basically. Dude, but the thing is, like, like let's say Striz is is a professional. He's a veteran in the game. So I'm gonna X you out of this for now. Okay. If 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 Bells and myself were given the opportunity to book AEW for a year, we wouldn't have a ladder match week after week after. This is common sense. Right. It's, yeah. it's right. not even right. right. It's, you'd it's have just, at most you'd have two, maybe, maybe four would be right. an extreme amount of ladder matches. Right, right. We'd be like, I, I, we'd probably sit down and and he'd tell me extreme. <laughs> Yeah. Bells would have been like, listen, you're overdoing it with the ladder matches. We've had four this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. Let's calm down. Guys, we got to no. watch the ladder budget. Can everyone fucking chill for a minute? <laughs> We've been through 85 ladders this year? What the fuck? <laughs> How the hell? $100,000 on ladders. <laughs> you know, but but every week, every week. And and you know what? Another thing is, and, and I used to, and I still do to a certain degree, I, the Young Bucks, I used to love. But now that I see them week after week after week, yeah. it's a different situation. I see them and I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, I like, ca- calm down. Let's do something else here. The Jurassic Express, I can't, I, it's, it's not my thing. I mean, the dude is impressive. What's his face? Uh, uh, Dinosaurus, whatever his name is. But, but it just gets repetitive. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing it. I don't know. But the ladder matches, Striz, what's up? Yeah, this is just too many. They and then the guys don't sell anyway. So it's like, what's the point of all this bullshit? So, but as far as Jurassic, whatever the fuck their name is, Jurassic gimmick, <laughs> I think they're getting ready to break them up and turn uh, Luchasaurus heel to yeah. go with Christian. But uh, even if he does or doesn't, I don't know if it's going to matter unless they get the kid out of the mask and be like, all right, we've had this TV show for three years. We haven't had a lot of evolution and character development over these years. Everybody is still the same person pretty much when the TV show started. So we have to develop these guys. You can't just have them be the same guys. And the thing with the Bucks is that they're not meant for TV. They're a traveling act. And that was the first thing I had said when I knew they were going to be on TV was, how are they going to change their shit up? Because they have a very specific thing that they do. Right. Which is great for a touring show. Yeah. When you're in a different town every night and you have no TV, you're evergreen. You know, every because eventually nobody's you never get everybody to see it. So there'll always be new people, new eyes on that. And it always gets the big pop. And it's always like an amazing spectacle of moves and things and that. But when you're on TV, everything becomes, you know, old hat because people see it week after week after week. And when you have never developed you know, these long-term programs and you've only been the touring act, you can't, you can't just flip a switch. That takes years to learn how to be a television wrestler. Now, there's a lot that goes into it. There's lots of nuance. And, uh, you know, they're also having to be like businessmen and like CEOs or whatever the fuck it is, v- EVPs and having to do so many other things that they, they don't have the time to develop that, that shit to, to get themselves to be better on TV. And if they're great guys. I love working with both of them. 2CW, they're great to do business with. Our fans love having them around. But you couldn't have them on every show. 
they knew that and we knew that. Right. So you had him on the biggest shows of the year when it'd be the you know, these knockdown drag out clusterfuck, you know, indie darling fucking matches that people will go and pay. I mean, we used to sell tickets for $150 a whack at 2CW. And people would pay for it because they're getting these big indie jerk-off matches that they can't get anywhere else. I used to do it, man. I I paid to see the... Well, I only paid 25 bucks. But I I still... You know, I still wanted to see the Young Bucks. Like, I I was dying to see the Young... It was the Young Bucks versus uh, the Inner City Machine Guns. It was Ricochet and Rick Swan. It was an incredible freaking match, right? Yeah. But that's because I didn't see it every week, you know? So I'm like, right. wow, that was yeah. amazing. It's a different... And, right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's just fine. It's just, it's just a different animal. Right. You have to be trained for, for TV, which is what the whole purpose of NXT is, is to get guys ready for TV to go to Raw and SmackDown. Right. And that's what that the whole... You know, figure out how to get that promo skill set in, being able to do that as much shit as you can within a minute's time frame as far as giving a promo and giving out all the information you need to in a very strict time setting because you're under strict guidelines when you go to the um, cable TV show or the fucking, you know, the other on SmackDown, you're on Fox. Like TV time is very expensive and you have to be ready to go. And it takes a lot of training to get people, you know, smartened up to that kind of style. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting the boots to the bucks. I think they're fantastic guys. They're great. Um, um, family men. I mean, I, I can't say enough about their character, their personal, real, you know, human character. I think they're both great dudes that you could trust with your payday. You're, you could have them hold the whole payroll. There won't be a penny missing out of that bag. Yeah. And, but, but as far as it comes to being TV guys, I think they know that less of them on TV is more because they did take a little bit of a backseat for a while. They weren't making themselves champs sure. for Three years straight, they took a backseat for a while and then just finally regained their first ever two-time AEW tag champion. So maybe we'll see how this run goes with their tag belts and see what they're going to do. Like, you know, hopefully it's exciting stuff. I mean, everybody's been jerking off uh, FTR for so long now. I guess maybe they're probably trying to build towards, you know, FTR not only having the Ring of Honor tag titles, but maybe the, you know, the... um, um, AEW ones as well, but what will it matter? I mean, they, they, I think there's there's just been too much FTR. And like, yeah, they're all right. They're not like the everybody just says, oh, they're the best in the world, the best to ever nah. do this. They're, they're certainly fucking not. No, but not right. uh, you know, I mean, they're they're fine. They they can do a twenty minute TV match and have it look all right. But you know, I mean, it's just it's not changing your fucking life. The, the, the way the commentary team puts it over, it's like the fucking second coming of Jesus Christ. It's just a little little too much. Yeah, I I don't get it. I was never a really big fan. I like them now more than I did in the WWE. Regardless of that, I I never thought they were, you know, like a, a next level tag team. But people seem to like them. So it is what it is. Um, I, I love the Bucks. I just don't know if I could see them every week. You know, I, I love uh, uh, the Lucha Bros. I think that's my favorite tag team right now. You know, and and the, the, I, I could see them every week, but I can understand why somebody wouldn't you know, want to see them every week. I get it. Favorite, favorite tag team in all of the business or just in AEW? Uh, um, I mean, are there any tag teams in the WWE? What am I missing? Um, uh, I mean, we, it, we it want depends on what you like. I, I love Street Profits. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they're good. They're funny. I, they're, they're, they, they, they do great shit. Right. I mean, I like the RK bro quite a bit. I love I was, the RK bro. I, you know how much I hated Randy Orton and yep. Jesus. This Me too. has been the best. I was so done. all set with Randy Orton until they did that the RK right. Pro thing and it gave him a whole new life. He's yeah. incredible. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, wow, what? Where was this guy this entire time? Took him and, a while and, to embrace it, but when he finally embraced it, yeah. it was huge. Right, right, right. So I, I, I really like that tag team. I like, I like the Usos. I think the Usos are fantastic. I don't care what yeah, anybody says. They're I think great. they're, they're amazing. Um, but they're I, I probably love, the best tag team in the world right now. You can make an argument for that for sure. For they're, sure, they're, they're they're incredible. You know, I'd love to see them against their them. timing is like impeccable. Right, that's an incredible tag team. Um, but but yeah, that, that's pretty much the deal. Uh, one more thing that I do want to touch on is uh, this is another. This is what's bothering me about AEW episode of of WLR. Everybody has a title, and we spoke about this briefly over with with Hameen on on the Friday locker room. But I mean, damn it everyone is walking around with a belt. You know, whether it's the belt from this promotion or belts from other promotions. I mean, the other day, every belt that outside of the WWE was represented on this this show. 
People yes. just walked around with. I mean, there there was the uh, the the British heavyweight title. I yeah, Rev from, what, Pro. from All Pro. What is Rev Pro? Right yeah. was was there. The IWGP heavyweight title was there. And their tag team titles. All that shit. You know, all, everybody. The ROH titles were there. Yeah. Like I yeah. mean, every the 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 AAA tag team titles. Yeah. Everybody was walking around with a strap, and typically. Uh, you know, I, I would have thought this was cool I, until I actually saw it. I guess I'm like, what? What's going on? Why is everybody walking around with a title here? I mean, meanwhile, I they're doing a tournament for the the All Atlantic Championship, the new belt, another belt, right? Good another God. belt. And then, meanwhile, the they had uh, they had um um the, uh, God, what the fuck is her name? The the broad that used to be champion, the DDS girl. So uh, Britt Baker, DM, DMD, her and Adam Cole both having their Owen Hart titles, uh, right? That they would bring to the ring. How, I, won the know, tournament. I, I knew he had won that that tournament, but I didn't know they awarded him a title. And he was sitting at well, it's just it was, it's a trophy. It's not a championship, it's right? Like, but it's a strap. But yeah, you yes, know, it's so, another belt on TV. So he had it over his shoulder, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Plus, that's yeah. the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you it's know, a huge version of the original Stampede. Of Stampede Championship Wrestling but it's NWA pink. title. Right, because of the, the Hart family. Right. So yeah. I was like, what what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like uh it's it's it probably it's sounded a lot better on like it looked better on paper than like the actual thing came out looking. Because <laughs> so, they made it twice the size of the original title belt, which is a nice smaller belt. Not every belt has to be nineteen inches tall and compete with like Ric Flair's old gold belt. You know, they, right. they make them way too big now. Way, way too big. Agreed. To me, I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna introduce all of those belts, I mean, it there's got to be a reason for it, right? Like, I mean, I'm not suggesting there actually is a reason for it, other than like, hey, look at all these belts and these different promotions that are coming together. But like, if you if you were, if you were to actually bring all these in for a purpose, like having somebody go like you know Kurt Angle and or Ultimo Dragon and just fucking winning all the belts, like right. you know now now this guy's got. The Rev Pro Championship, the IWGP Championship, the AEW Championship, and in kind of one felt swoop, anyone who lends legitimacy to any of them now kind of lends a little bit of legitimacy to all of them, right? And right, and, right. and and something along those lines might you know might behoove them to do it, um, and it should be Okada. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I can see it, dude. I agree with Bello. Like, if if you're gonna have all these titles on TV. There should be a larger reason because they're all these world titles are going to be unified into the ultimate world championship belt. You know, there's going to be one world, one recognized world champion between all these, you know, seven brands. It's almost like a new, like how the NWA was a governing style. Right. We had the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, but the problem with that is, is that as long as all these companies are all privately owned by completely different entities. You'll never have anybody all agreeing on the same shit, and stuff always goes sideways. They've tried doing that stuff in other times, not just in NWA times, but they tried doing that with like the AWA in Memphis and a couple other territories, and it just never works out because every promoter wants their guy to be the top guy, and it's just not the way it is. Of course, that's what's gonna happen. Okay, that's it. Do you guys have anything else to say, or forever hold your peace? About wrestling wow. or just life in general? <laughs> what do you want to talk about, though? I don't know, man. I want to talk about shit other than wrestling. We spent this whole well, what fucking do you time talk talking about, about wrestling. I don't know literally anything else, motherfucker. Pick something. Like I <laughs> You pick. You tell me what, what, I don't what know. you would like to talk about, sir. Billy Ray, what is a woman? I don't know, apparently. <laughs> I thought I did, you know, for, for, for the majority of my life, but apparently I'm wrong, you know, and, and that's just the way things are transpiring on Earth today. Can you answer that question for me? Because I, I, I don't know. Neither should you, by the way. An adult human female. Mm, interesting. Uh, very insightful answer. There. The Striz, ladies and gents. What is going on? Tell the people where they can find you. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. I guess I still have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I he don't does. really use it, but uh, at Strangler Steve underscore, I think, is the gimmick. And uh, yeah, you can find me there. Um, Man, I was, I was gonna say uh, maybe Bella would be um, the conceal and carry guy now that we have the. Uh, although you, what, what, I don't know what the law is in New Jersey, but when you go to New York, you can be the conceal and carry guy. 
Yeah, well, New New Jersey's laws, I'm sure, are the worst. I've never really taken a hard look into it, to be perfectly honest. In, but in, um, in Arizona, it, it's open carry. You have to have it in plain sight. Wow. Okay. I yeah. I don't. I feel like that's worse somehow. It's I don't weird know why. I don't know. Why. I have been standing in banks, waiting in line, seeing a guy walk in with a fucking revolver in a fucking holster or on somebody's shoulder and going, this is not a stick up. This is like not a robbery. Did this it have is just like how a pearl handle here. on it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a nice leather, uh, like old timey fucking kind of, you know, holster that it was in though. It was pretty, pretty sick. Like one guy was like flying up the highway on his motorcycle. You know, those crotch rocket style motorcycles with the dudes leaning forward and the shirt was blowing up because there's no helmet law in Arizona, which is stupid. It's just like there's in Rhode Island, no helmet law here either. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. But anyway, the guy's shirt was blowing up his back because he was going so fast, and you could see his gun in the back of his shorts mm. as he was on on his bike. It's, it's nuts. But Arizona is like truly still the wild west when it comes to stuff like that. Now, nice. I was going to a water park in Pennsylvania, and some dude was holding up a shotgun over his shoulder, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what's 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 really the point? Wow, of why? Like, I mean, like it just." Keep it at home. Like, why you you just walking you around to, to, where to was flex that? on somebody? What's where up? Was, where, where was that? Pennsylvania. Wow. Just walking around to flex on somebody, man. That's all. That, that that's the only thing I can I can. Little even, do you know that man thwarted a potential mass shooting that day, Billy Ryan. Like, never somebody, know. Was, somebody, was, somebody was thinking about fucking around, and they saw that guy, and they're like, "Nope, nah, yeah, not today. We're not doing that shit." Hey, I hope that happened. Bells, tell the people what you're up to. Uh, yeah, you can find me on the Twitter machine at the Andrew Bello, and that's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E L L O. And um, by the way, I happen to rap now. Um, I'm, I'm I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on YouTube. Mixtape coming soon. I'm I'm really trying to pressure Logan into doing her verse for the one song, and it's got to come out soon because it's kind of Thor related, and the movie's mm-hmm. coming out soon. So, you know, TikTok kiddo, let's uh let's get this shit down. But uh but nevertheless, uh once once we get that in the bag, uh the mixtape as a whole will be out shortly thereafter. So uh stay tuned. Find me on Twitter and uh can't you can, wait. You can find all that good stuff. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to hear it, ladies and gents. You should stay tuned and see what you can do and support the Andrew Bello. He is now a SoundCloud rapper. Can, can we let the can we let the cat out of the bag, Billy Ray, and tell people that we've actually Heard a lot of Bellows bars and they're fucking actually amazing. <laughs> True. Most um, of the mixtape these guys have heard already, basically. It's, it's and unbelievable. People are gonna be blown away. Be- Bellows really, really good. Really, really good. <laughs> he he might be too good. Yeah, it's almost which weird. which is which I'm is better than I have any right to be. I'll say that. No, it's not even that. <laughs> I, I think I think you are so and I, and I'm not making this, but I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, right? I, I think you are so good. That people will miss it, unless they're real hip hop heads. I, I that's okay. why I'm like, give All me, right. give me, give me a hook next time. Something you, you are, you are too. I was just listening to it. I'm like, this is really, really good. And it's, who listens to really, really good hip hop nowadays? Not a lot of people. Not so, a lot of people. Like, yeah, like that's, I mean, that's it, what I'm trying to change, man. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 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 no, but Bell's is 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 very very good. I yeah. used to think I was good, and I'm not bad. You know, but but I'm I'm not on Bell's level. I don't I don't think I am. My flow is probably better than Bell's, maybe. But lyrically, I cannot touch him in a, a thousand ways to Sunday, and I don't think many people can. To be honest, yeah, the writing is fucking... Bello is very oh, very yeah. good at this. So uh, um, I'm not just saying that because I know the guy. Trust me, I don't like putting him over in any way, shape, or form. Sure he doesn't. <laughs> he, he he's he's very 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 good at this he's yeah. he's uh he's amazing at it but um it's it's not it's not for the mainstream it's it's for it's for real hip-hop heads who enjoy lyrical content and then you then you really will like what 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 bello is doing regardless reach uh go go listen to it and, and you'll see what i'm talking about because he he there's no way you could say he sucks if you do you're just hating right you're right? just being an asshole yeah. All yeah, right. that's it. So I like legit. <laughs> right. And uh, my name is Billy Ray Valentine. We'll do some more of these. See, this is impromptu. And uh, no, it wasn't. We kind of scheduled it, but we didn't know what the hell was going on. And everybody's tired. Everybody's sleepy. That's true. Because Bell's about to go to bed and Striz was about to go to bed. <laughs> I have to <laughs> I have to stay up and do some homework after uh. this. But, uh, but we will do it again. 
Striz new name PB Cups, ladies and gentlemen. Hip hop yeah. MC. Yo, and, and I'm 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 hoping the Andrew Bello. Well, you know what he did already. Let me, but I haven't come through because I haven't had the time. Eventually, one day I'll drop some bars just so Striz, just so Striz can see that I can right, do we it. Gotta, we gotta get just on so he can see that I can do it. And then and and then I'll fall back. But the thing is, I'm a, I'm a little intimidated. It's, it's like in the gym, you know, when you take off your drawers or whatever, and some dude is standing there with with an eight incher and stuff. And then I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? Here? So so it's it's you know, it's like, what am I going to do here? You know, um, but um, but you know, Bellows is really good. So make sure you listen to all of that. All right, Hami Media, it's WLR. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that was six months worth of uh, us watching wrestling. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah but uh, what, what does wlr stand for now since we're not dropping this on a wednesday uh, it's always the wednesday locker room that we, okay. we can even if we drop it on friday it's the wednesday locker room <laughs> and when they ask us why is it the wednesday locker room because we, we say, fucking said so exactly don't fucking in, worry in about a, it brother like, covid <laughs> world where lockers cease to exist we're still yes. the wednesday yeah. locker room <laughs> <laughs> fantastic we will see you when we see you we'll see you soon lord willing what's up homie media take it easy now bye Peace. Boom.